welcome back to another bonus content episode of Real on Real, where you get real talk on all the reels. It's your girl Rahima here talking about what I was watching on HBO Max. Um, great. So my movie of the week this week was not actually a movie. I mean, it was it was in like movie length, uh, but it was the Friends reunion special um there's a lot of back and forth on the internet um about this reunion special i mean leading up to it you couldn't like scroll through your news feed without any kind of um you know think pieces and articles and all kinds of just rumors and all kinds of stuff clips and stuff about um the the reunion and um then you know there was a lot of like nonsensical just like jibber jabber about oh I've never even watched an episode of friends you know I always feel like why do people speak (laughs) when there's no reason for you to speak like there is nothing for you to say no one asked no one asked you about your opinion nobody cares <laughs> if you didn't watch friends and you didn't watch friends and you just don't have anything to say about friends so i don't know why you have to like come on facebook or come on come on twitter and be like i have never watched a single episode of that show uh, okay okay great or like you know with like black TV people, it's like, oh, well, I I watched Living Single instead of Friends, and you know, Living Single was was there first, and Friends, the Friends people copied Living Single. I mean, who cares? Whichever episode or show or whatever that you liked, you liked. Whatever the fuck you didn't like, you didn't like. Like, who cares? Um, but there's, yeah, there's like so much discussion about this and I'm just like, both the shows were funny. Both of them had memorable characters. So what one of them went on for much longer than the other. I even saw this one comment and I actually like replied to the comment in the nicest way that I possibly could. But this one person was like, Oh, I'm just mad that the people at Living Single didn't get their million per episode that the Friends cast got. And I'm like, didn't get? Like, did they ask? I don't know. Because how I understood the story to go was that one of the cast members of Friends was supposed to get this big payout. And they didn't feel like it was fair for them to to get this money and not for all of them to get the money because it was an ensemble show. It wasn't a show where one person was the star. So they went to the network and demanded that everyone get this, you know, uh, raise per episode and... You know, I'm sure they they fought for it. I'm sure there was a lot of back and forth because that's a lot of money to pay out to six people per episode and they got it. Do we know of such a story of the cast of Living Single? No, we don't. But just to like 
put these stupid comments out there like the lords of television just come down and bestow certain things on certain people and not on others. It's just total bullshit. It's just ridiculous. Um, so yeah, the special, it was hosted by James Corden, um, which apparently people can't stand him either. Like, I don't know what's going on, but there were like all these articles that were like, fans are really annoyed that James Corden is hosting the Friends reunion special. Like, God damn it. You cannot win for shit in this Holly weird world. I don't, I don't, I don't even know what he did. I don't know what he did, but people apparently hate him too. So, um, he was the host. It was, it was really, it was really nice. Like the, the cast members, how it started, the cast members, like each, like came onto the set individually and like, you know, saw it for the first time in, in how many ever years. And we're seeing, um, you know, we're seeing the set in a way that we hadn't seen it because we're just watching the show. So we don't see, you know, that fourth wall removed. Um, and seeing that the, I thought it was really cool that the coffee shop was like right next to (laughs) one of the bedrooms. It was like all in one set. Um, so I thought that was neat to see, to see like the boys apartment the hallway, the living room of the apartment, one of the bedrooms and the coffee shop, like all right there next to each other. That was cool. And everybody came out and everybody looked great. And everybody, you know, some people are a little bit more gray than others, or, you know, maybe put on a little more pounds or what have you, but everybody looked, looked great. And, um, they all were really happy to see each other, which I thought was great. Like you can tell that they had a bond and, um, they talked about their bond and they all like hugged and cried. And that was great. They talked about some of the best episodes, which, um, I agreed with them, like episodes that fans love, like when, um, when Monica proposed to Chandler, that was a great episode. Um, they, the episode when, uh, everybody realizes that Chandler and Monica are together and Phoebe's like, my eyes, my eyes. That was hilarious. Um, the episode where Ross and Rachel kiss when they they have that argument um, in the coffee shop when she's cleaning up about, you know, like he was fine with Julie and, you know, that was great. Um, all of Joey's one-liners, how you doing? Those are fucking hilarious. And they kept doing Chandler's like, could, could this be any more (laughs) boring or can you beat like they kept doing Chandler's thing. They did a fun little trivia thing, um, from the episode where they were playing the trivia game and the girls lost their apartment to Joey and Chandler. 
and, you know, messing up what Chandler's job is because nobody knows what Chandler's job is to this day, but he is definitely not a transponder. Um, and his name on his mail was Chenandler Bong. Yes. Hilarious. Um, so it was really great, like reminiscing about the show and all the years of friends, funny, funny friends, and either you're into it or you're not. Um, it was really cool also to hear from the creators of the show, uh, David Crane and Marta Kaufman, um, talking about the casting, first the idea of the show, um, where that came from, and then, you know, pitching it to NBC, and then, like, who was cast first, and, like, who needed convincing, like, David Schremer needed convincing, because apparently, like, he was done with television, like, he had done so many pilots that didn't go anywhere and he just had really bad experiences and so he was like fuck this I'm going back to Chicago to do theater um and how um Jennifer Aniston was like on another show and that show had had a couple episodes already in and the producer of that show apparently thought that you know, it was a stupid idea of her to like want to go be on this friends show because that show that that show about those friends was just not going to go anywhere. Who knows where that guy is now? <laughs> um, so it was really interesting hearing about the casting and hearing about um, how they all came together and the audition process. And then, uh, you know, the buzz, like seeing all the the archival footage of you know all the them on the magazine stands and all the fans going crazy for them and you know and everybody was obsessed with the Rachel haircut um I as a black woman could never do that to my hair and I'm I'm fine with that but I remember it being a phenomenon like the Rachel getting your hair cut like Rachel um and I remember them doing the music video on MTV for the theme song. So, yeah, it was all good. Go back and watch it if you're into Friends. Uh, They had a really cute moment with Lady Gaga saying Smelly Cat with Lisa Kudrow. We all love Smelly Cat. Um, That was really cute. So, yeah, go back and watch it. It's on HBO Max. It's a it's a it's a good time to reflect. Reflect back on funny funny times. Um what also I was watching? Um Yeah, there's some new uh new episodes of In Treatment. So there were there was a week to Eladio with um where we saw Eladio kind of being being kind of spicy with Brooke. Well, well, first the episode opened where she was with her man, um, Adam, and she's seeing that he's not good for her. Like she's she's still kind of like, you know, indulging in the the loving. But it's kind of like, 
he is no good for me because he doesn't give a shit about the things that um, are important to my health. I think that's what she's realizing because he doesn't mind if she drinks and she is in AA. She has a sponsor. She um, doesn't want to drink, doesn't want that to be her life. And he's like, yeah, if you want to drink, drink. You know, nothing wrong with it. I never saw that you had a problem. I mean, yeah, toxic. Um, but she kind of brushed it off. Um, and she started having her session with Eladio. Um, it was really intense. They started getting, they started really digging into um, the people that he works for. Um And, like, how he met them, how he came to start working for them, um, what the nature of that relationship really is. Like, him seeing himself, like, him admitting to himself and seeing for himself that he is the help and not, like, a part of their family. And I think as, like, a person of color... Um, a person who didn't come from, you know, rich, wealthy means, that was a lot for him to face and realize and understand about himself, um, and his position and his place and all of that. Um, they also, you know, got into like, His medication, him wanting this lithium because he's still not sleeping and he feels like the the medication is the only way that he's going to like sleep and be able to function. But he has a prescription from someone else and she did remind him that that's illegal. (laughs) Uh, You have a prescription that has someone else's name on it. Um... So yeah, that it, it was an interesting episode. Um, yeah, I don't know how people feel about watching um, therapy sessions. I'm I'm one of these strange people that I I I love therapy shows for some reason. Like I watch um, that Showtime show Couples Therapy, and that is you know just the therapist sit and that's a reality show that's real people sitting and having their therapy sessions recorded and it is mind-boggling some of the things that these couples are are dealing with and like the inner workings of their relationships um i also used to watch that show um tell me you love me and there's a therapist in Tell Me You Love Me, who is meeting with all of the couples on the show. Um, And we also see her life. Um, And on on couples therapy, she has a therapist too. Like she has someone that she talks to. So that's always really interesting to see her talk about like, oh, you know, I don't know what to say to these people or I think I maybe failed them. Um, And on this season of In Treatment, we don't see her talk to a therapist per se, but we see her talk to her sponsor. 
and they even have a really combative relationship. Um, so it's, it's really interesting. Um, I love how, uh, like calm and collected, um, Uzo is with the character with, with, uh, Brooke, um, in the face of these people who are like screaming at her and like catching attitudes with her and, you know, that's a lot. Like hats off to every therapist that has to deal with that. And she does a really good job of like not, not making it about her, um, in, in maintaining this demeanor that's like, I'm here for you. I'm listening. I'm here. I'm listening, you know? Um, because the next patient, Colin, he is so messy. He's, He's messy. Um, he is there, you know, for however many sessions until he is is gets the sign off um, from his parole officer that he can be done. Um, he was in prison for some kind of money thing or what have you, but he doesn't really take a lot of accountability. Like he doesn't think that he deserves all of this this backlash and, and people thinking that he's a piece of shit or whatever. He doesn't really think that he deserves it. And he kind of, he kind of teeters between this place of like, I'm a really decent person. I'm so great. I give money to charities. And then, then on the other side, it's like, fuck everything. Fuck everybody. I don't care what people think. Cause everybody's dumb. <laughs> um, and he's really strange. I don't know if it's because he used to be a person that has a lot of money, but he's really weird about, um, Brooke's home. Like he keeps making comments about her house and just how nice it is. And, um, you know, like where she went to school and stuff. And, um, you know, he's a white man and he is having to like talk and open up to and be, be, be vulnerable with this black woman who has a certain status. So it's, it's almost like he's like, you know, because the tables have turned somewhat, like he is not the keeper of the power that he is fucking uncomfortable and thinks it's ridiculous that this is the person that he has to engage with. Um, and in this episode, he made some comment about Eddie Murphy being her hero. Like he brought up something about delirious, like has she seen delirious or whatever? And he said something about Eddie Murphy being her hero. And she's like, well, why would Eddie Murphy be my hero? <laughs> you know, and it's just like all of these references from this guy, all of these references. And he went off on this tirade about, you know, people of color and LGBTQ and this and that, and how he is just such a good person. Um, 
I'm just like, man, like I have a therapist and she is so cool and she's just such a nice woman. And I'm just like, is this the kind of shit that you have to listen to every day? I would, I would curse somebody out. Like I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Thank God I'm not a therapist. People say that about teachers. Like I, I do teach and I like teaching and people are always like, Ooh, dealing with them kids. Hats off to you. I don't think it's as hard as dealing with adults who are full of themselves and, and come to you for help, but then don't want help. That has to be a mother. Like, what you here for? Why are you here? You want my help, but you don't want my help. I don't, I don't understand what's going on here. Um, so yeah, those were the two episodes of in treatment. I definitely think, uh, you should check them out. Um, there are more, yeah, I think there's, cause this was only week two. Um, and there's so much more that we need to dig into and get into. I mean, at the, at the end of Eladio's episode, it was kind of like he was like defeated and wanted to be done with therapy. He didn't even know if he wants to see her anymore. And Colin is just, like I said, he's just like biding his time. Like, when will this be over and I can get my little release, <laughs> you know? Um, so I will continue to watch and, uh, I thank you for listening. We have a few people who've listened so far. This is only episode two, so I'm glad that, uh, people are listening, um, and be sure to subscribe if you'd like to listen to our main podcast, Real on Real. Um, check it out on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Google Play. Um, there are a couple places, but you can also follow us on Instagram at Real on Real Pod. Um, just so you welcome back to another bonus content episode of Real on Real, where you get real talk on all the reels. It's your girl Rahima here talking about 